0: They basically married the house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they married the right. rate. Yes.
2: Yeah, they yeah, they
0: married, married the rate. Yeah. Married
2: the house, we, date we, the rate. Now it's we, flipped.
3: We ain't separating. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly.
0: Danny <laughs> Mae came out with leaked predictions for the U.S. housing market, predicting that this year we will see a decline of Another 1.2 percent, and next year we could see further decline. If these declines come to fruition, this will be the largest year-over-year decline since 2012.
2: Yeah, and that next year prediction was actually even increased, right? 2.2 is what you said.
0: I believe so. Let's let's just so double check here. Yeah. So they're
2: here. saying 4.2 million uh, sales this year.
0: Yeah, that's the other that's thing. The, is
2: which is one point down, like basically 1.8. That's hella. 1.8. Really? We were at six. We million? were roughly at we 6 were, million. In
0: 2021, we were. In 2022, we hit about 5.3, 5.28. Okay, so
2: I guess since the, the peak, we're down Yes, 1, 1. So about
1: 1.12 year over year. Eh, No one's going to fail that. No big deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a fifth of all sales. Yeah. So uh,
0: real estate agents, you might be experiencing lower transactional count. We get it. But here's the thing. Zillow's premier agent revenue continues to rise and continues to outperform outperform the market quarter over quarter and year over year. So how is it in a declining market? Zillow is actually doing better. So they just came out with
1: their quarter one. Yes. quarter one and they're and they're crushing it
0: their premier agent product is crushing it yes what happened
1: in quarter one i think they connected with the open door
2: and they started offering cash offers huh. cash offers in certain markets and being able to increase that lead activity therefore also the flex right like when you start looking at the performance of all of those things and those agents being able to convert through the Big juicy hook that they're bringing in with that cash, cash offer.
0: Offers. That's right. I know we talk about it a lot, but it is impacting their business model and in a really positive way.
1: Yes, those consumers are Scrooge McDuck. They got big dollar signs in their <laughs> e- in their eyes, and they're diving through the uh,
0: the dollars, the dollars or the,
1: the <laughs> coins, the gold coins.
3: Yep. And when your inventory's low, probably everyone's facing it. Majority across the country, they're looking for them seller leads. Yes. Right? They need a source to have conversations too. So that's probably a factor as well. But I'm sure the open door one is the biggest factor. They're probably generating an insane amount of, of seller leads.
2: Well, and I think actually our low inventory is only going to drive up the desire for a cash offer. Here's why. Got a house that you want to move into or you want to move. Family expands, right? Whatever the need is to move. You're going to look, and then you're always going to keep a barometer of what is my house? What can I get in real time so that when I find my house, I can execute and make it all happen quickly. Mm-hmm. You're looking to be in control from both sides of things because of the lack of inventory. So Yeah, well,
0: there's all these things about, you know, like sellers have like... They've quiet quit the the housing market and, you know, the golden handcuffs. And there's all these terms now that are being applied to these sellers that are essentially stuck, right? They're they're locked into these awesome interest rates, and they basically married the house.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh, they married the rate. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, they married, married their the rate. The, and
0: they married the rate, <laughs> yeah. Which, Marry the
2: house, we, date we, the rate, now it's flipped. We,
3: we ain't separating.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. We're exactly. going to fight through this together. <laughs> they want to know if they could take their rate with them to their new house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. That, nope. Would cool <laughs> that would be a cool take product. That would be a cool product. Take your rate. Yeah, take you your get, rate. Take I your mean, mortgage with you. For... you, just replace it with the house, the securitized asset. There oh, you go. There's another right. billion dollar Wait, hold idea. On, hold on. <laughs> Wait Edit a second. that out. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but all real estate is local and some markets are doing really, really well. And I know that several are outperforming and predicted to outperform. So
1: we're going to have like sales that are down, but then the the actual prices go up. Uh,
0: you know, it's, it's interesting.
1: I definitely see that mm-hmm. happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Because even though Fannie Mae's predicting, who knows if they're going to be right on those predictions, right? Yeah, they never are. Well, yeah, sometimes <laughs> are,
1: but not always exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. So it's an interesting time to be selling real estate for sure. But
2: there's some niche markets. Yeah. So,
3: so it, even though there are, you know, the predictions that it could go down a percent or two, there's always still your super hot market. So on a bank rate, one that just came out on May 22nd, is today the 22nd? No, today's the 23rd. Third, so yesterday. Um, they were saying that this is just, it's in, always interesting Coming in the, the five hottest markets where they're saying hasn't seen any reduction in pricing, has either stayed steady or are still increasing in pricing, coming in number one. Gainesville, Georgia, Gainesville, Georgia, fifty miles northeast outside of Atlanta. It's in the it's in the name, so, baby. Gainesville. Right, they're in that Gaines. metro area, and you know they're saying that um, right. It, it, they're coming in number one as the hottest market right now, and wow. this is current data, right? Gainesville taking them games. Then number two is uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Huh. Mm-hmm. Knoxville. Yep. Cape Knoxville. Coral. How do you spell Knoxville? Slash Fort Miles, Florida, N-O-X. is number three. So, we all know that Florida market, but I guess that's kind yep. of the, the super hot spot right now and, and across the statewide. And then the next one is another Florida one. We got Northport slash Sarasota slash huh. uh, Bradenton, Florida. Bradenton, yep. Bradenton, is that yep. how you say it? Cool. Yep. And then number five, Charlotte, North huh. Carolina. That mm-hmm. entire so. Southeast. If you're in those markets, I mean, there's opportunity everywhere, but clearly they're saying it's a seller's market. So, you know, get them listings.
0: Mm. Yeah, so, (laughs) and I don't have the data on how many, you know, what the inventory is like in those markets. I wonder if it's tracking most markets, which inventory is low. And I think that, you know, it's interesting to me to see these predictions from like Fannie Mae, and, and we work with a lot of the institutional buyers, and we know that the institutional buyers are exercising a lot of restraint right now. They have over a billion dollars that they can yeah. deploy, and they're choosing not to. And this is this is cash. that's sitting there ready for them to put it to work, and they're being patient. And I wonder why. What do they see? Because I look at from a pure economic stand, standpoint, and I'm like... We are low on housing stock. We don't have a ton of sellers that are selling right now. So what is going to be this cataclysmic event or events that cause a a crash?
3: Um, You know, who knows, but there's a lot of talk in the mainstream media and the independent media world talking about the conversion of what's the acronym CBDC or whatever that, you know, getting rid of our current. Uh, currency and doing a conversion here in the near future. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but if that's the case, I'm sure that could shake up the market pretty, pretty big. Oh, or yeah. they starting maybe the, uh, they made the Fed so many mistakes like the last 12 months. They're like, let's pump the brakes hard for a while until we're like, cool. We've kind of caught up yeah. with all the mistakes or, and or bad inventory that we purchased that isn't performing at
2: the level that we
3: want. And that takes time. I think that could be a portion of well, it too. I-
2: I think a lot of them are watching a lot of the inflation and affordability, right? Jobs market, what they're making, right? A Because a lot of them, are, they obviously buy the house, hold it. So they're paying attention to the rent economics, mm-hmm. you know, on, on a lot of those things. And so when those people are, jobs are maybe not as steady, um, you know, but obviously the inflation of what's the cost of goods, can they afford it? I think a lot of those things are still coming into play on what they're paying attention to from the, the macroeconomic uh, observation.
3: yeah all the above <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: think that if you know if if you're selling real estate and you know if you're like me, you don't just want to do what you did last year you want to grow, you want to exceed you want to you know ramp it up and, and you're excited to bring your offerings out into the world and to serve more people. And so in a market such as this that can be a little tricky when there aren't as many opportunities coming to market. And so I think that what we can share with you today are a few ways that you can really capitalize on this market and really put yourself in a position of success. Number one. Okay, let's go for it.
1: You Zudilio. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> What's Zudilio? What's a Zudelio, Jane? <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. What's I'm the Zudilio? Well, I'm kidding. So, uh, well, let's just talk about it though, because to be real, this mm. is an excellent way to cut through the noise of everything going on in the market. Provide homeowners that are considering selling their home certainty and convenience and give them that real-time view of what they can easily exit their home for, like Elliot mentioned, so that when they do find their dream home, they're ready that they can pull the trigger. And I think you must be using Zootelio or something like Zootelio.
2: Right. You need to be able to have a value proposition in today's marketplace that's going to separate you from the other 1.5 million active realtors right now or whatever your local agent count is, right? Mm -hmm. I think being able to, I'll go to, right. All right. Number two, number two, being very clear on lead sources, right? So, and it's not just leads, it's lead conversion. And what is the process that you're going to do? And I know it goes, it's like success isn't always sexy. It's the day in and the day out. And if you are constantly creating opportunities for yourself, it's like we talk about all the time. Lead generation, lead conversion 101, having a system, communicating your value proposition in a consistent manner, and then being able to deliver certainty through automation and a even digital experience if that's what they're looking for. Come down to the simple thing that we always talk about. Great conversations, conversations equals closings.
3: Well, I, this could be number three if we want it to be since we're going one, two, three, Let's I do guess. it.
0: Let's do it, Keith. Uh,
3: here's another way to put it, what LA just said and why Jay said use Zudelio. Well, why do you think starting off the podcast today we were talking about that Zillow's getting so many darn seller leads? Mm-hmm. It's with that cash offer hook value proposition. Mm-hmm. They're getting a home seller to raise their hand. So using a s- system like Zudilio gives you the exact same value proposition, but with badass technology behind it as well, giving a consumer even a better experience that yeah. they're probably going to get going to Zillow.
0: Agreed. And that's our mission. It's really to empower real estate agents to compete with these billion dollar real estate technology companies that are gaining market share. And even in a down market, they're out surpassing the market. So, Definitely love number three. All right, I'm going to hit you with number four. I think now is the time to really ramp up your social media, ramp up your video, and really start to build trust and likability at scale. It's it's now. You've got to do it. Maybe you got a little bit more time on your hands because clearly there aren't as many transactions happening. So take this time. Use it wisely. Come up with a consistent content strategy. Stick to it. It is way easier said than done. I can attest to that. But if you start to put out value and Goodwill in your marketplace, you're going to scale who you are. And that is the essence of building an incredible brand. So that is number four. Who's got five?
2: (laughs) Do I have five? I don't know. I don't think I have five. always things to, get, to, to, to go yeah. after but I think everyone don't. gets the point
1: I think, yeah. five, I think <laughs> five is mindset right yeah there you go I think um, you have to you have to even though there's a it's, it's a slow lull you got to keep you got to keep uh, the foot on the gas and uh, keep going forward because this is not a time to, to hibernate and go you know what let's just uh, let's just chill while there's no sales It's, it's you got to double down on things with the content and um, with your
2: uh, your lead generation. Yeah, we've all been through a more than a couple market shakeups. And I don't know about you guys, but I for one like them because there's always an opportunity. Right. I know you guys used to tease me years ago, but like you can always put your ear to the ground and hear the buffalo coming in one direction or the another if you freaking look for it. Right. And so that's the beauty of what we have in real estate is there is always an opportunity. Go find it, get clear on it, and be consistent about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. So I think we gotta we gotta add six because If you're not implementing a plan to nurture your sphere of influence, you're missing out. You're missing out on uh, just being able to serve, really, at at your highest and best capacity, uh, but also you're missing out on opportunities. So making sure that you're really dialed in with your database and your sphere of influence and that you are consistent in your messaging to them as well.
2: I honestly think that that's the number one mistake agents make at scale across the board is the lack of follow-up failure to follow through and really ultimately making sure that they're consistent in their messaging. And I mean, just re-delivered on what I just said, yep. but yeah. that consistency of follow-up, like it's probably the easiest thing to do, but also the hardest thing to do at the same time.
3: Well, it's because yep. it's easy to get discouraged and that's usually why people don't do it. I hit that on my coaching call pretty hard too. It's, it's, it's a big deal. It's with that, that's how you win or lose.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, I think that actually just kind of in in thinking on this, I think what happens is is maybe agents are inconsistent in their approach with their sphere. Mm. And I think that maybe because of that, you know, touch and go approach that they've had over the years, they're afraid to fully recommit and they're afraid to like re-engage their sphere, maybe because they've started and stopped so many other times. Mm. So I think that if that's you. Good one. And if you've been inconsistent and you feel like maybe you've lost a little brand equity because you started something and you stopped something, I think now is a great time to just say, you know what, that that was me. And if you want to change, make a commitment to yourself to change. Your confidence will come with keeping that commitment to yourself and you can re-engage your sphere. And you know what, if you've been inconsistent in the past, it's okay. Just let that go. Give yourself permission to have a different tomorrow than you had Yesterday, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that there's
2: like, like simply put, a lot of people are not like, hey, my uh, agent didn't follow up with me this year.
0: Right. They don't right? even like, know. Oh my
2: gosh, that's like right. they're out of here. No, exactly. They don't know.
0: Exactly. So
2: I actually uh was listening to something for, for our sales team that this morning. I was listening to Grant Cardone and it actually really resonated with me. What he said was is um, you know, sometimes you'll be following up with somebody for 14, 15, 18 months and we were going to keep following up because we didn't want to lose out on all of that work. I was like, dang, that's very simply put. And it's just like, again, I've gone this far and I'm not going to lose out now. So it's the same kind of thing. You've gone a couple of years, even if it's been a year gap, reinvigorate it. Don't lose out on the work before because the, guess what? I promise you, they know somebody either that's going to buy, sell or invest or they are looking to buy, sell invest at some point in the near future. Yep.
3: He also says... Always keep upping your skills. Yep. Ooh, so
0: is that, are we on to seven? <laughs> <laughs> that was seven. No, no, seven. That was seven. Up Number your eight. skills. Up or seven or eight, whatever. I where, like that I one. lost track. That's a good one. But I love it. Up uh, your skills. That can, we can really, that can go in so many different directions.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's needed in our, uh, in our industry. We've, I you know your social or my social, right? Like cars, your classroom, Paying attention to like, what's the the new message? What's the, how are we going to create new conversations? How are we going to automate our business? How are we going to communicate better at scale using technology, right? Those to me are all things that you're doing to up your skills. Yeah. And, and it's
3: also all the, all the personal stuff, you know, Hey, if you're going to be talking with somebody about cash pluses, get really familiar with how that process works and live and breathe it to where it just comes out naturally up your skills in your listing presentation get so smooth at it that you don't even need to look at anything. You just know and it just rolls off the tongue. That just creates confidence for yourself and anyone else that you're talking with. I love it. Yeah,
1: and for all you Zoodelio users, I would say, learn the products, right? Learn the cash Yeah, learn the sell sell now, move later. Learn those things and learn your talking points as well because um, the more you can have conversations with people, the better those conversations will go. And the more trust you're going to build with those consumers, so you know, learn learn the skills, yes. learn the, uh, and the, the products.
0: I think if you're a Zudelio member, tap into our weekly coaching. So every Monday, every Wednesday, uh, some Tuesdays, we hold live studio coaching. And we train on all sorts of different things. Uh, I'm really excited about, you know, talk about skill building. The past couple weeks, I took a deep dive into some Instagram and meta automations. And we created some automations to where, you know, you could create a video and in the video you could say, Hey, comment this word. And when someone would comment that word, it would automatically trigger an ebook that would be sent to them and just super cool. And something that you can be doing to add value to those that you serve uh, and build your skill during these times that might be a little bit slower.
2: That's a, that's a big one, right? Like being able to pre- present value in the marketplace, right? That's one of my favorite Steve Jobisms, right? Is when the value exceeds the price, they'll buy, right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I think he's the one who originated that comment. But like being able to bring value in the marketplace is so paramount in today's information packed world. So being able to have a unique value proposition is as paramount as it's ever been.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: You guys want to end with something gloomy don't use some of the
3: words that we were using in the beginning what was that gloomy some dire cloudy some dire, so, dire, so bleak, when we grim. we went into the market you know maybe going down a percentage from a national uh, statistical level but when we talked about the five hottest markets well hey you know the pendulum swings both ways <laughs> let's end with the five the five what they call coldest markets Ooh, burr. Burr. so, so we got Coming in the last five. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ooh, that is cold there. Cedar Rapids. <laughs> is, Cedar Rapids is, is I, cold. A, too. Iowa. Iowa is cold. literally cold here. Yes. Matford, Oregon. We've had some personal Rainy. experiences there. They're not warm.
1: Rainy and gloomy.
3: Uh, is that what? Cheverport, uh, Bossier, St- Bossier. City, Louisiana. Streveport. And then for whatever reason. Chico, California is at the bottom of the oh, list. Wah, Chico. Wah, wah. So, here's the cool part. The, even uh, if these are so so called the coldest markets, you know what? There's a, probably even more opportunity than the hot markets. That means home sellers might not be getting their houses sold. They could be sitting on the market if if people aren't transacting there as much. So, that cash out of you, cash offer value proposition gets even greater in a market where Houses aren't selling as quick.
2: Right.
0: Very yeah. true. It's Very a true. Simple
2: digital transaction. So love it. All right. There thanks for go.
1: watching, guys, and don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.
2: Catch you on the See next
0: you one. Yes.